Hey everyone, this is Chris with the Black Filmmaker Guide Podcast. Thank you for joining me. I'm really excited for the interview we have tonight. So I met this person on Facebook. Um, She's actually the administrator for the um, Black Independent Web Series and Filmmakers. And uh, she she actually started a Facebook group um, a few years ago, several years ago, actually. And she, she went to ABFF, the American Black Film Festival. And she took an email list that she gathered from the film festival and used that to start creating, start the Facebook group for the Black Independent Web Series and Filmmakers. And she has grown it to over 17,000 members, which is um, quite amazing. And it's a pretty uh, powerful group. And I've been to a, I've been on a lot of, um, a lot of black filmmaker um, Facebook groups, but this one by far is the most engaging and most involved out of all the groups that I, um, that I post on. And she actually, um, one of the um, questions that I initially posted when I met her, she saw the response that it got from the question and she ended up making me one of the moderators. So I thought that was really awesome. And I've been uh, posting ever since and getting some really good responses because um, the Facebook groups are very um, diverse. Um, There's a lot of people in there and not everybody on there are um, filmmakers, which is totally cool. You know, some people have different backgrounds. Um, Some people run festivals, some people, you know, more kind of just sit back and watch some people just have a love and enthusiasm for films so it's a very diverse community but it is a community nonetheless which is awesome because if you do want to you know get your stuff seen or have a question about things you can go to this net um this community and ask and you know most likely get a response and uh, you know i've personally enjoyed a lot the uh, conversations that i've had i've learned a lot about you know you know my content and learn a lot about people's perspective on black films and just learn a lot and also been able to discover some really cool new talent um, of filmmakers um, on there as well which is really um, cool and kind of ultimately the point of um, kind of the point of the Facebook group to kind of just network and you know discover each other and find people like-minded people who share the same kind of things that you share so that's very um, important um, um, for the Facebook group, but like I said, by far, um, the black independent web series and filmmaker Facebook group is probably by far the, uh, the most engaging that I've um, seen so far. And Tanisa Casa that we're going to be speaking with, um, she actually, she's the administrator of it. And, uh, like I said, I found her on Facebook and it's been a really cool experience and, and hopefully we'll be talking with her about just the importance of building, um, a network and, um, through Facebook and connecting with people and, 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 and not being shy to, you you know, there's some people who kind of just sit idle in the groups, but, you know, it's important to engage each other and talk about, you know, talk about things. And me posting the questions is kind of to get people to, um, engage as well. And some of the questions have done that. I mean, I mean, I've received comments from people who, you know, I, I haven't even seen active on the group and but people they respond in a way you know because some of the content questions are very personal to them so yeah, I've enjoyed seeing the uh, the responses that some of the questions get in the Facebook group because um, like I said there's, there's several out there but hers is by far the uh, I've narrowed it down to about seven that are actually of value but hers is by far the most engaging with over 17,000 members and so we'll be speaking with Tanisa tonight and uh here she is. Hey, Tanisa. How's everything? 
This must be the famous Christopher Murray. <laughs> right, right, right. Infamous. Welcome to the Black Filmmaker Guide Podcast. How you doing, my brother? Thank you for inviting me. I was listening to Kelly, and I, I loved it. I just put one of her sayings on here. Television, tell your vision. That really touched me. I really liked it. Do you know Do you know Kelly? No, I don't. I just listen. I just, I added as a friend today. I listened to my podcast yesterday. I started on yesterday, and I finished it today. That's awesome. All right, so with the Black Filmmaker Podcast, the whole goal of this is just to interview as many people as possible to get, you know, different perspectives for uh, black filmmakers and, you know, different things like that in the industry to just, uh, you know, uh, help filmmakers out to, to make them better and uh, so we can produce better content. So for the listeners that don't know, Tanisa um, moderates the um, Black Independent Web Series Filmmakers Facebook group. And, uh, Without you the moderator, you want the moderator, I'm the admin. She, she's the admin. I'm sorry, and uh, she's one. You you created the um, Facebook group, right? Yes, yes, I created um, May 30th, 2014. Oh wow! So it's been going um, for a while, huh? Yeah, uh, it started from an email um, email list. The, the American Black Film Festival had emailed every filmmaker that submitted a web series. Really? It was their first, it was their annual uh, web series category that they created. And everybody was wondering, was taking so long uh, with the notification? So everybody started sharing their work. And I was like, you know, somebody got mad and said, look, I'm tired of y'all replying all. I'm tired of seeing this, this, and that. I said, y'all, let's just start a group really? so people can share their work. So I took um, all the emails that there was like 100 plus emails. Yeah, and so I took all of the emails, initially took all those emails, and I came up with a group. First, I asked this girl, she was like, yeah, I agree with you. So first, I asked her, I said, um, let's come up with a name. I said, you got a day to come up with a name. She said, okay, the day came, she didn't come up with a name. I said, okay, since all of us are filmmakers, it's a middle web series, and it's with the American Black Film Festival. The, first, uh, the original name was American Black Web Series and Filmmakers. Okay. And so I invited the original email list, and it just grew from there. Wow. And um, I recently changed it um, from American Black Web Series and filmmakers to independent filmmakers, and some people were in their feelings because I didn't have black in there. <laughs> really? And so I changed. I had one thing about if you if you change your name, Facebook won't let you change it back. You got 28 days to change it. So 20, I, I, had, I had 28 days to decide what I want the name to be. Right. So I said, okay, Black Independent Web Series. And I want to keep the Web Series and Filmmakers because the Web Series is how we got started. And there's filmmakers in the group. And I want to add the Black in there. And it is independent. Now let me ask you, when you did not add the Black, were you getting like people who were non-Black joining? Oh, yeah. Really? It was It was, it was causing a kind of like an uproar. How, it was why, like a why, lot of folks why so? It was because I felt some type of way myself because I felt that I kind of betrayed my people a bit because uh, um, they felt like I was moving a name out to cater to the other pe other people, if you know what I mean. Right. Because we're already in this industry. Mm -hmm. Black folk already second tier, don't get, get distribution. So I created this group for our people, by our people. Right. Because so, a lot of a lot of us is not going to be on HBO. A lot right. of us are not going to be on BET. A lot of folks, is, including myself, you know, um, a lot of folks are not going to be on Canada's Film Festival Sunday. So I created this group so people can showcase their work, engage, 
and hopefully in two years, um, if everything goes right, we can have a film mix retreat where some of us or all of us can come together. I know there's 17,455 members, but I don't know. You know, out of that, probably about 50, maybe 100 will participate, but I still want to do a filmmaker's retreat. And uh, so people can meet and greet and show each other films. And stuff. Now, let me ask you something. When you change it to black, did, you know, non-black, you know, members, you know, jump out or did they... Um React, no. Did they react to, or are they still no, signing the, right the, now? The black, the black members felt some, some of them felt some type of way. I even got inboxes saying, "Oh wow, mm-hmm. you changed your name." Mm-hmm. And then I got some people like, and I had like one person that was like, "Keep it like that." And then I had other people just really joining, That's and funny. I didn't want to break the culture up because it's a culture in this group. We have a culture, no, and I've it's seen. called. You know, it's called be yourself, do what you do, what you do, and have us critique your work, but be independent and free. Okay. You know. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, I'm looking at over 17,000 members. That's a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like a lot of folks thought when we, we were really, well, we are, we were part of the American Black Company. I even talked to Jeff uh, Friday, Friday, the yeah. founder. Okay. And I wanted to, when the film was in New York, and I wanted to let him know. That I have a filmmaker group in, in honor of American Black Film Festival and trying to see how we can in, um, merge the film festival with the group. I kind of, that's why, that's why I want to change the name because I didn't want people to think that a lot of folks thought that we were strongly associated with the American Black Film Festival, which, I mean, I grew up, grew up there and talked to Jeff Friday and all the admin people there, but, you know, it wasn't nothing really serious. So, oh, so they, um, they, didn't re- tonight, they didn't really respond well, back, or they didn't really respond to get back with me. Um, so that's why I just called it Black Independent because we're black. And there's another group that changed their name to American Black Film Festival. And plus, I didn't want to get in trouble in case I want to do a, a film retreat. Okay, and it's called American Black uh, Web Series and Filmmakers. I didn't want to get in trouble with the American Black Film Festival. Yes, 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 we were associated strongly. What year did you go to the um, American Black Film Festival? My first year was 2011. 2011. That's when I fell in love. Okay. That's when I, yeah. That's when I fell in love and wanted to do it. And that was, was that in Miami? It was in Miami. And then the second one was in New York, 2015. You went there? I, went, the I, went, one. I was at New York. Was you? Okay. With, Tara- with Taraji P. Henson. Yeah, Roger P. Henson was the uh, ambassador. Oh. We had just missed her. We went to the opening party. We had wow. just missed her. What are the odds? Um, and the third one was 2016 Miami. And I was, I was going to go to 2017 because I wanted to meet Israel, but something came up. And then 2018, 2019, I didn't go because I went to Phoenix for uh, another war show. But okay. 2020, I plan on just going for at least three days and, and rubbing their holes again, you know, and have a meet and greet with us. Whoever's in the uh, Black Independent group, if they're going to be there, we can have a little small meeting greet because we had a meeting greet in New York, and we okay. have like twenty of us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on my yeah. Um, on my YouTube channel, I did a video about my uh, experience going to the American Black Film Festival. Okay. No, no. So if anybody want to check that out, they can. Um, so that's yeah. really that's really cool. So the ultimate so the ultimate goal for this Facebook group is just to share the web series and different independent films. Yeah, uh, sure. Independent, whoever is independent that doesn't have a distribution deal, that is striving to, uh, aspiring to be a filmmaker, 
they are welcome. Whether your movie or web series is good, bad, or ugly, or we don't accept porn, though. Okay? <laughs> can't accept porn. Right. But if you're independent, you are welcome in the group. If I don't, you know, color doesn't really, even though it's a black independent, right. I mean, if you, if, 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 you know, if you're Caucasian and Chinese and you're a film lover or a filmmaker, you're welcome as well. What gravitated you towards web series? Well, because when I first got my I took a break for a year. I did uh, independent short films with this uh, local director here in Pablo. She's in Atlanta now. She's one of Tyler Perry's uh, cast. She, she worked with Tyler Perry, and she does, she does a lot of extra work in Atlanta. I mean, she's like in the Atlanta film industry. Um, I worked with her a lot, and then I took a break to get my own camera. And so when I get, the first thing I did when I got my camera was a web series, and it's called Film Gold. And that camera and that web series took me to different places. And so web series was the thing in 2014. Yeah, when Easter Egg came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's when um, a lot of film uh grabbed hold to, to web series. And they added it to their, their program because, you know, they had features or shorts, documentaries. And then all of a sudden, 2014, web series category became the thing. And web series is the thing because you can do a web series, you can do like eight episodes, ten episodes, and you can put it on YouTube. Right. You know, you don't have to shop it around or whatever. You just put it on YouTube or put it on Amazon Prime or whatever. Put it on YouTube or it just has and entertain people. Right. What what kind of camera was it that you first bought? Um, Canon X eighteen. I went from a Sony Handycam to a Canon X eighteen. And what 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 was the name of the, what was the name of your first web series? Uh, Field Gold. Field goal. Okay. Mm-hmm. We called field goal. Um, and we did per- we did one season, and we was gonna do season two, but you know we had you know people went they went their own way. I understand. Know, so. I understand. So what do you think the but ultimate? Yeah, what, what do you think the ultimate goal of? So I mean. I mean, you see it in the um, Facebook groups. People are posting, posting, posting their their web series. I mean, one of the challenges with Facebook is that it's in a timeline format. So if someone posts a web series or a link to something and you miss it, you know what I mean? Like maybe weeks or so, you'll have to scroll through. You know what I mean? It's almost like you got to go back and you know, find mm-hmm. where it was, you know, if you can find it at all, you know what I mean? Because it's kind of like yeah. on to the next kind of thing. And, you know, so what do you think the ultimate goal for everybody submitting their web series? Are? Is it, I mean, you think it's to make money or just get eyeballs? Or, I mean, what do you think? Um, to is? get, to let it be seen. I mean, seen. Mm-hmm. that's the goal. Um, a lot of folks don't have HBO, but a lot of folks have Amazon Prime Netflix, right? A lot right. of folks have YouTube. Right. A lot of folks are on you. A lot of folks are on Facebook, and there are, like you said, there's seventeen thousand people in that group. If it's a possibility that you can have an audience of seventeen thousand people. Oh, absolutely. That's a, that's a, that's, that's a dream. So yes. thirteen thousand people in I the agree. group I agree. to watch your stuff. If you put in a tagline and say "New Web Series Alert," you might get two hundred, maybe. Are you right? Five hundred people looking. Sure. It's not all. If you if you're constantly every other day, if you're constantly uh there's there's people that are constantly put their web series or whatever show on I approve at least the same people every other day on mm-hmm. their web series. No, you're right. Because they want to see. You know. Um if if you don't have an audience for a if you don't have an audience wherever you at the if you can't afford it to hear, guess what? 
you at least the idea that you at least got seventy thousand people that mm. might look at your stuff. It's a, but it's a numbers game. No, Even though you got seventy thousand people in the group. Definitely. Um a thousand is gonna probably look at it. Five hundred is gonna check it out. A hundred might like it and then you might have twenty five that might respond if you say, Hey, critique this and tell me what you think. Right. And then five might actually inbox you and say, Hey, do you need me to work with you? It's a numbers game. It's sure. a numbers game. It's all about getting attention, um, getting your stuff seen and Moving on to you the know, next level kind of thing, right? And trying to move on to the next level. You don't know who's... I think that's cancer people that's in Calgary Studios that's in the group. I mean, that's people in ABS stuff that's in the group. So you don't know who's watching. There's a lot of people that got their own film stuff that's in the group. So you don't know who's watching. And I look at your web series and your movie or short and say, hey, look, I like what you... I like your work. I like what you're doing. Hey, can you submit this to, your, to the uh, film festival? Or can you submit it to the award show? Or can you put this... I'm having a film festival retreat I'm having a screening but I'm black because I want you to you never know who's watching no you're absolutely right I mean when Kelly so, Jackson uh, yeah. responded um, I didn't know she ran a film festival and all the stuff she was doing you know what I mean and I was yeah, able to link up yeah. with her and you know actually work with that's her wonderful. on some stuff yeah that, that's, that's wonderful I mean yeah, I would like to meet with her and you know and now where are you uh, located what, your, what state are you in I'm born in Little Rock Arkansas Lived in Tampa for three years, lived in Dallas for a year, but born and raised, represent Little Rock, Arkansas to the fullest. Okay, okay. Trying to help put Little Rock on the map as far as filmmaking. Gotcha. Um, yeah, we're a little slow. Uh, you know, you got Atlanta, you got LA, you got Chicago, you got New York, you got Miami, you got Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's Little Rock. So where can we? I mean, movies have been made here. Right. Like mud. Um, okay. A lot of films have been made here in Fayetteville. Uh, far between, huh? Yeah, still far between. It's not a movie that's been made here that that you've been in theaters. Right, I'm going to embarrass myself because yeah. I actually had to Google where Arkansas was because I'm not good with geography. I don't even know where it was on the map. Oh, it's it's above it's above uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh man, and okay. below Missouri. All right, so you're actually not too far from Kelly Jackson. Oh, well, now where is she? Where is she? She's from. Uh, she's in Louisiana. She's from LA, but she lives in Louisiana oh, okay. now. Okay, cool. In a small okay. place called Oh my God, what's the name of this place? Nash, Nash. I'm sorry, I'm gonna mess it up. Okay. But, uh, yeah, you look to my left. Memphis on my left. Look to my right. Oklahoma on my right. <laughs> right. Gotcha. So I'm surrounded by Texas, Louisiana, Memphis. You know, so. Yeah, she lives in <laughs> Natcha, Natcha. Tulchus, I would. I'm pretty. I'm sure. I'm butch- oh, okay. I'm butchering that right now, but that's oh, where okay. she stays. Yeah, and that's where she has the um, River um, Cane River Film Festival. Oh, okay. Okay. Oh, that's... cool. Okay, I might, might go support her. Yeah, I'm definitely. Check definitely. her. I might get some information and go support her. Yeah, she love you. I don't she... have to have nothing in there. I just go support. Her. Absolutely, absolutely. And one thing I learned about yeah. her, she's very. Uh, she's a good networker. She um linked me up with somebody else too, who actually uh, lives in Atlanta, who does graphic design, has a branding agency. I'm hopefully I can get her on the podcast oh, okay. as well. And she's a uh, very well connected so you're absolutely right I mean, just the, the networking that's possible in the facebook groups because i mean you think about it, this is where you know it's almost like the hub of you know black filmmakers and uh, I, I follow seven i follow quite a bit of film um facebook groups on black filmmaking but i narrowed mm-hmm. it, i was able I, I recently narrowed it down to about seven that are really um actually of value but by mm-hmm. far yours the black independent web series and filmmakers definitely the most active. I mean, 
when I put a comment up or ask a question, I mean, just the overwhelming comments from this, this group, you know, they're more engaged than any other black related filmmaker Facebook group than uh, any others. So I was like, so this one, yours. Oh, oh, shoot, now, all right, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Thanks to you, thanks to you, moderator, for asking questions to get them engaged, because you, you help bring about it. You and other moderators, but you... How many other moderators are there? It's three. Okay. Two admin and three three moderators. So you, you bring the balance, because, you know, like I said, we got folks that, that... that, that uh, show that want their stuff shown. Just want, you know, just want to put their stuff out there. And then you got folks that, that may not be filmmakers that want to engage in a conversation. Yes, yes, definitely. So we want balance. We don't want to be like, I ain't going to say none of the groups, but mm, we right, don't want right, to be like right, right. where they all talk and ain't showing no work. Absolutely. And one thing, too, I've learned. <laughs> I want to see work and I want to see you talking. Oh, absolutely. And like I said, one thing yeah. I've learned is that people are very, they have very strong opinions about things. And I've actually learned quite a bit in, in asking yeah. the question because a lot of times I don't even know sometimes the answer to the question but it's just interesting to get the different perspectives and it's cool yeah. it's, what is interesting too is um, I found that the type of questions I ask they kind of land on you know either one side of the fence or the other when it comes to black content and it kind of splits mm-hmm. people you know, one of the questions I asked was you know do you feel obligated to support you know yeah you know film? yeah because you know Back in the day, it was all about music. You know, black folks used to get excited about, you know, music. It was music, 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 music. And now, film, 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 film. No, that's good, though. But, I mean, you know, the images of... It's like film, 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 film. The images of us are important. Yeah, it's like film is the new wave now. That's good. But then you got all these reboots and remakes and stuff like that. And it's it's, 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 it's discouraging. Right, right, right. It's like... You know, um, why should I be creative when I mean, but remakes are nothing but but, but uh, money making machine things. Right. Well, um, it's as it's as if creative. I say I say silly creative because you know you know who's watching that and they, it needs to be a theater just for independent filmmakers. Right. It needs to be a television. Well, they, they have a, a station for but see, if I had a station, I would put everybody in the booth. I would put everybody's short down and web series. What do you mean if you had a station? What do you mean? If I had a, a station called Black Entertainment or Black Independent, web series, mm-hmm. whatever, I would make sure every, you know, that everybody has a slot in the, in the schedule. Okay. Uh, to show their stuff on TV. But like I said, everybody's on the web now. Everybody's on Facebook now, so... Uh, the thing to do now is you go on Facebook or go on YouTube and check out both stuff. Gotcha. There is an independent TV station called... Uh, now, ABSF has an independent TV station for, um, for black shorts and stuff. They do? Uh-huh. It's called ABSF, uh-huh. And Sundance have a TV station. Um, yeah. ABSF. But independent filmmakers. It's called ABSF. I'm going to yeah. look this up. What is it? ABSF. Uh-huh. It's uh, ABSF independent, I believe. Oh, gotcha, okay. It used to be on Facebook. I don't know if they changed. I don't know if they... I think they changed the name to American Black Film. I think they changed the name when they get on Facebook or something. Okay. That's good. I mean, it's good to have a lot of different uh, communities popping up related to... Oh, yeah. Anything to get support. Um, 
I just want our people to feel that they can be a part of uh, uh, the film industry as well. Um, it takes a lot of money. Like, like I make money doing videography and photography. But when you do a filmmaker, some, it depends on who you're working with. Filmmaking, when you're trying to proceed your dream of filmmaking, you're putting, you're, you're taking money out of your pocket to make it happen. Especially right. when you're a director or producer. Right. Um, when you, I guess when you're working for somebody that's trying to do a film, you, you can charge, you can make a little money, but you don't really make a lot of money at the start um, doing film. You know, well, a lot of um, filmmakers aren't making a lot of money, even, you know, big time filmmakers, if you know what I'm saying. Because most films, that, if you don't know, they most of the films, even in theater, don't really perform well. Mm-hmm. Well, some people get, I mean, I'm from money, like, well, some get $20 million. Yeah, well, he's, he's, one, he's one of the, the, the 2% that, you know what I mean? He's one of the very few percent that are, you know, doing it. Yeah. So what were you saying now about the Queen and Slim question? Um, she was saying how Brad Pitt and other people had um, put money behind 12 Years of Slave and Moonlight and right. what's wrong with Will Smith and why they're not doing it. What, I, you know, my thoughts on that is, you know, <sighs> I don't, people do what they want to do. Right. You know, um, I, I don't blame Will Smith for them for not putting money behind independent artists. I mean, why you say that? I don't blame it because it's not there's I don't want to think of that possibility. Really? You think of that possibility to put money behind anything like? Um one ones with potential ones with potential, uh ones who are up and coming, you know. Um I think it's definitely important for you know the veteran generation to support the next generation. Um, that's kind of you had. That's kind of how you keep the cycle going. Um, the, when it comes to black filmmakers, it's a very small community. I, I, I look at it like this. For example, I look at black comedians. If you look at black comedians going all the way back to Red Fox, Richard Pryor, and even you know Mom, Moms Mabley, and on and on, there's a there's a lineage of all the black comedians in the network because it's, it's a very very small network community Steve Harvey, Cedric Entertainer, Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy and if you look at especially Eddie Murphy and what he did if you look at how he put Red Fox and Richard Pryor in you know Harlem Nights and but yeah but it's so, but it's so many people that are doing film and it's so easy to do film now that's I mean, true that's true that's very true and that's and that's kind of one of the things that's kind of the issue right now and everybody's kind of dealing with this too is the the one of the great things about the internet now and the production costs going down is that everybody can get into it but also the Mm -hmm. problem is that everybody can get into it you have a complete oversaturation of material and is it is it a fact is it is it Saturated? So, yeah, it, it's definitely is saturated. It's bringing the value down in well, film. Well, I mean, well, what what I've always said before, and uh, I'll keep saying this, is that hopefully, ultimately, the cream will rise to the top. Um, there's a there's this thing known as the uh, there's this concept known as the Pareto distribution, and what that means is that if you look at all works of art, whether it's musicians, um, people who not even just works of art, people who do some sort of creative endeavor, uh, whether even if it's in sports, the majority of the content that is created, that is actually viewed, like say you're on Spotify, 
and you listen to the, the top, you know, the top artists that are on the billboard list or, you know, the number of goals that are scored by athletes, the number of videos that are viewed on YouTube. They're usually done. It's the 80 20 rule. 80 percent of the stuff that's being viewed or produced is done by 20 percent of the people. You know what I mean? So uh-huh. all the that's why I was just saying too. Even in our Facebook group, even though the it's seventeen thousand, if you really think about it, and you could probably figure it out too, probably twenty percent of those people are actually making products and actually producing content and doing stuff. You know what I mean? Other people are probably just there to kind of like they want to kind of part be a part of community, see what's going on. That's absolutely cool. Um, yeah. But when it comes to actually producing stuff, that's usually most of the the, the people most of the work is being produced by a very small amount of people so with this oversaturation of material and content that's out now on the internet in the world um ultimately you know because so the 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 internet and youtube and all this stuff it's almost like it's it's uh, it's a revolution that's kind of happened over the past 10 15 years no 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 different than like the printing press came out back in the days where because if you think about it back in the days most people were illiterate they didn't know how to read and write anything but when the printing press came and books were now accessible to people and people were able to now start learning how to read and write now yeah. you had creative starting to be like, oh, wow, now we got this new, it's almost like a new technology, even though it was, it's just paper and pen or something, you know, but now people can start reading and become literate in education. And in fact, I actually right. did a, I actually did a, um, a blog post on my blog about um, media literacy and how, you know, everyone's now, like, think about it, like in high school, the AV club, the audio and visual club, that was kind of like a, a, an exclusive uh, club for people who didn't know about it. But now, because of the cell phones and all the technology and the internet, yeah. we all have access to this stuff now. So people are trying to kind of, there's, there's, you know, they're kind of fumbling around trying to figure all this stuff out and all this how to mm-hmm. how, how to upload videos how to edit videos oh, yeah. how to you know oh, they got well, class in high school now. yeah exactly it's stuff that <laughs> wasn't even available when, I was, when I was exactly in high school. exactly so pe- <laughs> and one thing that's interesting and, and chris rock even said this in a uh it was a breakfast club interview he said uh filmmaking is a very it's a nerd very nerdy medium it's very nerdy because it's so technical you know what i mean getting lighting right mm-hmm. getting camera stuff it's so technical that you know it's that's why it was so exclusive to a, a very small few who could even get access to the mm-hmm. technology and things like that but now everyone has access to this stuff so yeah but you know what's going to separate folks what if you have if you have a hundred people okay like I entered two years ago I entered the Adobe Make the Cut yes video editing where yeah. we had to take the the Imagine Dragon mm-hmm. the, yeah the Imagine Dragon video mm-hmm. and uh, cut it up they, they send us video clips and we mm-hmm. had to put it together with the music Okay. It was probably over 200 people that submitted a video. Right. And they had, they had to pick 25 people. What separated those 25 people from 250 people was that they put a lot of special effects. It was the they video. They didn't just put a video, put video clips together. They put major special effects in that video. And they separated. They stood out. Right. From the rest. Right. And everybody's like, well, this should have been called the special effects video uh, <laughs> right, right, competition. Right. Gotcha. You know, but, and, and that's, and that's just life right now. I mean, what's going to separate people? Well, from, I think, you know, Netflix and Amazon is, I think what's ultimately, material. I think what's ultimately going to separate people is just the ones who are able to navigate 
all this technology, all this media, whether it's podcasts, audio, um, learning how to work lights, how to work cameras, how to work rig, you know, um, how to work, you know, how to, and even going back to basic, because when you talk about filmmaking, filmmaking encompasses so many things, storytelling, photography, you know, audio, music, you know, um, blocking and staging, so many things. And it's a it's so many uh, moving parts that it's a, it's a hard thing to get everything right and the only ones who i think are going to ultimately um, rise to the top are the ones who learn all this stuff because this is one thing that's interesting is that um and it's kind of my mantra too even for this podcast is you know i i um i said this in my last podcast about i met somebody and he i asked him about the music industry and i said yo how do you get into the music industry and he said you don't get into it you become it so that's kind of what needs to happen. The ones who will rise at the top are the ones who are able to navigate all this um, stuff, um, these tools, and the ones who are able to learn how to communicate communicate with them the best. Um, because that's basically all this stuff really is. It's about com it's communicating. Filmmaking ultimately is visual communicating. You know, we, you can even go back to just basic. It's like a it's a it's a a visual audio visual version of a comic book really it's just communicating stories and you know ideas so and one thing that's great though is the overwhelmingly available resources that are online and all this stuff that you can learn I mean just YouTube alone and um, all the different you know uh, online courses that people can take and learn this stuff so you know ultimately I think the ones who you know the ones who learn all this stuff and figure it out how to navigate the tools, learn, you know, visual effects, learn motion graphics, learn everything. Yeah. They'll be the ones who rise yeah. to the top um, ultimately. So that's that's what I think. Yeah, I think I think I think just right now, everyone where everyone's like new, everyone's new at this stuff, you know, especially black filmmakers, yeah. especially blacks, because we, we before, you know, we didn't have access to this stuff. The only ones who did were you know, the right. Spike Lee's, uh, Mario Van Peebles. You know Tyler Perry, and it was. Mike yeah. Lee was probably the only one that had access. Exactly. exactly. A camera and uh, a editing. Yeah, people didn't. We didn't even know. Back in the 80s, people didn't even know, you know this stuff was possible. That you know, but right. now we know. I got Adobe. Yeah, that's like oh my god! Like I have I got access to Adobe Premiere in the evening right. in 1999. Yeah, and yeah. that was before probably people even. Before this group started, before it was Facebook, before people even thought about getting a film. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. I was just using it as an editing tool because that's why I was in class. And I was just, oh, this is nice, okay. Right. You know, then I, I kind of took a break from it and, and uh, got into architecture engineering. Okay. And um, got kind of rusty, got back in it, you know, did it on the side. And so... I'm still into engineering and architecture. That's what pays the bills. I understand. And I do I do my film stuff as a as a I wouldn't say a hobby as a passion. Definitely. You definitely. know, because engineering and architecture will always be my foundation. Gotcha. gotcha no okay. doubt. Yeah, graphic, graphic design like I, for me too. Right. Just like I told somebody, either I'm gonna be able to urinate or I'm gonna be uh, what's that woman that played on Hidden Figures that was the uh, that sent that man to the moon. Well, no, I'm not going to say every day because there's only one to these costumes. Right. I just say it like this. Either I'm going to be an awesome filmmaker and or I'm going to be an awesome engineer or I'll be both. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But I'm going to do something. I'm, do, <laughs> I'm doing what I love. I'm doing both things. I'm Absolutely. working in the engineer field and, when I, and 
I'm living like it's tiresome. I'm tired, but I love it. I love it. You got to have backup. You got to have backup in this work. Because if filmmaking don't work, guess what? I got engineering and architecture stuff to fall back on. Gotcha. And just look how fast technology is changing too. That's one of the, another big challenge too. It's just us yeah. having to adapt very quickly. I mean, we went from, I don't mean, uh, you know, VHS cassettes to little. Yeah. I don't even know what they are. DVR tape. I don't even know what they are. DVR to Blu-ray. Yeah. Well, 4K. Yeah. CDs. You know, and, yeah. Uh, mini disc and all that. The TV to the flat screen to the. You know, yeah, 3D TV. I mean, so, technology yeah. changed. Yeah, Sometimes you, you buy a computer, and it's, outdated. it's already outdated. Yeah. yeah I so. mean, anything electronic is outdated. That's why you gotta. It's, and it's, def, it's definitely important to keep up and update your equipment and update your uh, software and update yes. your. Uh, I need to do that too. Your skills in the film industry, or you who you will be left behind. You know, so you you're to, right. You're right. And you what? Have to know what? what, what, what and another, another challenge too is to as for filmmakers so with you know with the whole mantra i was telling about about you, you we have to become the film industry so along with navigating all this new tools and learning how to you know learning how to write a script learning how to shoot it learning how to properly you know the the lighting. right the right lens the right lighting the right audio, audio. Yeah. then once you finish all of that then you got to give it, figure out this whole online marketing game and figure out how to get mm-hmm. your stuff, you know, recognized mm-hmm. because that, and that's a whole industry in itself. And it's, it's like, oh, yeah, pretty much. Cause it's, 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 and one thing about filmmaking, it's easy to shoot. People think you just point, just get a camera and point and shoot. And yeah, yeah. Hell no. But like you say, if you just take your time, then pre-plan for pre-production and then do right in production, your post-production should be magnificent. And then at the post-production, okay, who's going to see it? Who's yeah. going to screen? Where's my audience? Absolutely. Because you can make a movie, but who's going to see it? Absolutely. You have a movie now. Okay. You, your movie can be on the shelf for a year, but who, who's going to see it? How are you going to get it out there? Yeah, that's film festival. But there's also Amazon Prime, there's Netflix, there's Hulu. That's I true. mean, after a while... I, mean, yeah. I love film festivals, but after a while, a lot of folks are going to start different film festivals and going straight to Netflix or going straight to Amazon Prime. Because really, but, a lot but, of but, but even that's curated pretty hard too. I mean, you can be put on Netflix and, yeah, and get yeah, lost it can be and get lost. Yeah, it can, yeah, it can, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, film festivals are a way to get your face out there and get your your movie seen and get, maybe get a distribution, but. Um, I used to think that film festival was the way to go. It's a good way to go out and mark, uh, network, mm-hmm. sure enough. But you have to find the right film festival. Right. Like there's Canis, there's Sundance, there's Tribeca, there's Toronto. Yeah, those, those are the big ones. Those are the, the most important. And those ones. are the big ones. And then, and for those, uh, for you to get some of the big ones, you have to do. You have to have a, a quality product. True. But with those big ones, guess what? If the one show stuff get in there, oh man. It's even I mean, harder. Birth of a Nation. Yeah, Birth of a Nation was in Sunday, and yeah. they gave him a $17 million distribution yeah. deal. Yep. Before they sabotaged his name. Yeah. That's true. You know, so. One thing I hate, I hate when I, uh, you know, 
I, I'll find a movie that came out that I was like, oh, this is a decent, decent looking movie. And it came out like 2016. Because here's the thing, even even big production movies and big studio movies are sometimes having, they're like we're all in the same boat because of the, the internet. Mm-hmm. We're all trying to figure out how to get eyeballs, you know yeah. what I mean? So everyone's in the exact same yeah. boat, you know what I mean? It's no longer mm-hmm. where you had the TV where you could just do a commercial during you know, a certain TV show and everybody see it. It mm-hmm. just doesn't, everyone's, because mm-hmm. everyone's spread out into so many different platforms. And so it's like, where do you put your your advertising at, you know, um, thank God for, again, right. for the, the Facebook, um, because I, yeah, I think LinkedIn, it's, Twitter, it's a, it's a community, Instagram. you know, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, um, use those, use those social media, uh, Snapchat, which I don't really use, but me neither. use those entities, for, they're free, so use those to advertise, use those to get followers, use those to get folks to, to see your work, you know, if you can't afford real marketing, real advertising, Use Snapchat, use LinkedIn, use Twitter. I think MySpace is still around. <laughs> is it? <laughs> you know, right, right. Use Facebook. Uh, set up a page where your movie page and have folks go like your page. You know, it's yeah. all kind of stuff that you can. There's also a thing called uh, American Film Market where I've every year in yeah, November, the, the, it's in California. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AMF, yes. Yeah. A lot of us don't go. A lot of us don't know about that. You know, uh, I was just talking to somebody about that. Um, actually, a friend mm-hmm. of Kelly's, and uh, mm-hmm. she's been several times. She's actually worked for the ABFF. You, I don't know. You may know this person too, but yeah, she's, it's a of the American Film she's actually worked for the, she's worked for the a, uh, ABFF and the American Film Market. She's been several times, oh, and she said okay. they want. She said they only want usually finished products. You know what I mean? They I know, want finished product, finished quality. Product. Yes, because she said because um, a lot of folks got finished products. Yeah, yeah, because she's yeah. Uh, she was like. Um, Cause I was like, you know, they have a lot of sales agents there. They could at least tell you if you have a. Mm-hmm. They can at least tell you if your market will sell overseas, you know. But like you said, yeah. she, you know, they had they want finished quality products and probably usually with a mm-hmm. big director or yeah. a big actor or something too. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of work. That yes, it is. Make. It's a lot. A lot. Of folks don't no, a lot they of don't. Folks don't get it. And they that's fine. That's fine. It. Cause cause the reason why they don't get it because their access to it is just to basically just sit there and enjoy the film. You yeah. Know? yeah fil- people just, you, you entertain the people. You know, That's you, it. You're not doing it for money. If you're not doing it to get famous, you're doing it to entertain. Yeah. And just don't get, and, and I'm learning myself, not to get hung up in, in, in some money with this. Because you're not going to make money, right? Don't get hung up in the fame. Just do it because you love it. I've been doing films since 2010 when I, have a, when I had a flip uh, camera, and I did a little documentary called, you know, the Occupy was uh, was famous. Uh, we had Occupy Little Rock here, and I went inside the tent of Occupy Little Rock. I would go every day that whole week. Okay. And I filmed the documentary. I submitted to the Rock Festival. That was my first mission. And then that summer is when I went to the American Rock Festival, and then I met, when I came back from American Rock Festival, I met two local black directors here in Little Rock, and they had screeners here for the I'm like, oh, my God. We got black filmmakers here? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, and so I met with them. I networked with them, and the rest is history. And then, you know, so... And, oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, now I work with awesome filmmakers in Philadelphia. Okay. I work with this awesome director, um, Nancy Harris. Um, so what's your what's your ultimate goal? What you what do you want to do? Just be what's like, my ultimate goal? Yeah, do you have like a a, a whole oh. list of script screenplays that you? Oh my made? god, my ultimate goal 
as a filmmaker, wow, is to just, whoo, Jesus, is not to make a lot of movies, because you can make a lot of movies and not go nowhere. That's true. Is just to, uh, just make, a, just entertain people. Do quality work and entertain people. And possibly, I would, I would say I would like to work with, I don't even know if I, I mean, like, I want to work with, I want to work with Israel. I want to make work with uh, Melina Mazuka, the one that helped did the Queen. I want to work with people one day like that, you know. Um, okay. And collaborate with them and, and, and do awesome films. Uh, but, you know, if you, I'm already working with a great director right now. So um, my goal right now you can, like John's thinking to say, when you're starting out, don't worry about working with people that's already <laughs> made it. Work with people you already working with, and y'all grow together. So, all right, all right. the director I'm with now, or myself, just me, myself, period. I would just like to make an awesome film. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, just well, take, it to other, take it to the next level. I, I really can't say because I don't want to put my hopes up high because, you know, I've been shot down so many times in the industry. I didn't make movies that I thought that was great. <laughs> and then, right. So you've and, made full feature films? I made, well, I helped with a feature film in Little Rock. Um, okay. I did a lot of short films myself. Okay. Did a web series, did a documentary, did a music video. I I have done everything that I said. As an independent person starting out, I have probably touched on got my feet wet in every genre, everything that I possibly could. I'm not done yet, though. That's the thing. I'm not right. done yet. Right. Um, guess my goal is to one day have, not you know, just have a movie Netflix and in a theater. And gotcha. So tell me. Young Black Girls Rock or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about this. You know? uh, tell me about this retreat you keep talking about. I know we talked about it earlier. So what, what, yeah. what would be the idea of this retreat and how would it work out? Well, I just want, we all talk to each other. Of course, you will be a part of it because mm -hmm. you are definitely a good moderator. You definitely going to set, you're going to be the moderator. You gonna okay. have a, we're going to have a room for the moderator, which is going to be your room. Okay. We're going to have a room for editing, workshop, moderator. So, so it's, more, of a, it's more like a workshop kind of thing. It's going to be, well, we're going to, one day we're going to have lighting, editing, cinematography. Okay. We're going to teach all the fundamentals of filmmaking. We're going to have each person, screenwriting. We're going to have somebody to, to do a workshop on those fundamentals. And then you're going to have your moderator, you're going to discuss the topics, and then we're just going to have a retreat. We're going to, one room, we'll probably show a feature film, one room, we'll probably just have films going. We just, and then people just go, just relax and do their own thing. It's just, I haven't really sorted out yet, but I, I want to be all about film and all of us coming together and discussing film, showing film, uh, learning about different film techniques. So we okay. can get better. No, definitely. You know, I don't have it all organized yet, but uh, it's gonna come together. It's gonna okay. all come together. I'm gonna put it in a group one day and see who all is. Definitely, definitely. And, I mean, uh, one of the things I always wanted to do. I mean, to, to just be like, go to a rental house and just look at all the equipment yeah. that's available and test out oh, cameras man. and stuff. Because the thing is, if you're not right. shooting something or have the money for renting a camera, yeah. you, you won't even get access to like some of the big, you know, Aries and yeah. red cameras. Right. You know what I mean? You can't even. Oh my you, God! It's red. That's my ultimate camera. 
Mine's like the Panasonic. That's my not the Panasonic, yeah. Panavision. That's my one. Panavision and like the RE. I love those freaking things. Yeah, I am grew into a Canon person. Me I, too. Me my too. Nikon is for photography. My Canon is for Canon, Sony is what I started, but Canon is what I'm sticking to. You know. Well, Sony's Sony definitely stepped their game up. I mean, there's some cameras out there. Now. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, Sony is. I might try that, but Canon C300. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of expensive. Yes. Canon C300 and then the red. After those two, I'm done. Yeah. I'm going to probably use it two or three times and sell it. Unless right. I'm about to rent it. Oh, really? <laughs> you know. Yeah, I, you know, those type of cameras, you have to, you want, you want to be signing a contract. Yes, <laughs> a big and working for a big budget in for order sure. to get those cameras. Sure. I ain't just gonna buy. Well, here's I the ain't thing: gonna buy Mo- no camera most, just yeah, most camera. people rent that stuff anyway. Yeah, but see, yeah, I want to own one. Yeah, okay, I got you, I got you. What about? But uh, see, when I own, when I own one, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna just buy this. I got it. I, I'm gonna buy it because I'm gonna make a major movie with Chris right. Harris. I'm buying it. Well, you we need to. Well, let's, let me tell you something. We, we, we renting it. We ain't buying no camera because that thing is broken. <laughs> And don't let me win the lottery. I'm buying that camera. <laughs> what about like, I love camera. Do you have like light kits and all that stuff and like boom? I have who? Uh, like a light kit. Um, like um. I have a light kit. I'm about to get. I'm about to upgrade to a box light. Okay. I got a boom mic stand. Okay. I got a slider. I got a tripod. I got a pan hand zoom. The thing okay, that you so can you go have, up and down. So camera. you have everything. In it. So when I posted that, I thing, think uh, I have everything I need to at least make. A decent living a month with uh, doing film. So I have I, everything I need to. I made that post about you know the kind of equipment everybody having. You didn't you didn't post anything. I didn't post anything. Yeah, did you? Tag my name in it and I'll go and I'll I'll tell you. Oh, that's, I probably, that's I probably an old that's an old, that's an old post now though. That's an old post. How long was it ago? Oh, that was a while ago. <laughs> but oh, I, 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 I I posted like basically I took I photoshopped all my equipment that I had for myself and then I just, saw that. And I asked everybody. I still can go back and I still can go back and post stuff. It'll be it'll, and it'll come back up as new, and then you have other people post stuff. Oh, it. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah. Oh, okay. But yeah, I got I got sliders. I got a slider stand. I got a dolly. Man, I got an office full of equipment. Okay. Canon X18, which is an okay camera. Okay. Um, but I need a. I'm gonna get a. I think my next camera is gonna be another DSR before okay. I get the Canon C300 and the red. Because okay. I want to be able to change my lens out. Because yeah, okay. I do short films locally, too. You know? okay, okay. I work with other people, but also... Well, let me ask you this. What films. about a screenplay? Do you write? I'm not a writer-writer. Okay. I know how to put stuff... In. Now, there's a difference. I'm going to tell you. I'm not, I'm, I like to be honest with myself. Okay. See, a writer thinks about the character. The character's going to do... They brand the character. But me, I put something together, and I pick some people to act, and I say, look, this is what you're going to do. So this, is, this is your part. This is your part. I don't think about the characters, the details of the character. Okay. I just think about the... I do love plot and twist. I do make sure I have a plot and a twist or something in there. Okay. But my main focus is to shoot, edit, produce, and make sure that they all come out great. Okay. Uh, directing, writing, are not my real forte. Mm-hmm. Shooting and editing is. Well, okay. 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 Yeah. I will write. I will put something together. Though. I say, Chris, you're gonna have to do this part right here, Chris. So you're not a writer, and you say you you just like to edit and shoot, but I like to edit and shoot. I like to see how things are put together. I like to, you know, I like to do production stuff, behind the scenes stuff. I mean, writing is my I like to 
I like to put things together. Okay. Writing, you know, I can I can tell you what I like to see what camera is going to go where and what camera. I like to read scripts and see what camera go. But as far as writing, so I really would like you say you're more of like a, a first AD kind of position? Yeah, something like that. Like okay. maybe assistant to director, production okay. assistant, okay, uh, assistant cinematography, uh, assistant editor, editor, you know, producer. Okay, you know, so you like so that. you really know cameras. You really know how to like how to operate them, how to hook up the oh yeah, oh yeah, I did live lenses. And I all did live. Yeah, I worked for a local TV station Pull focus before they got on. bought out, and I used to do a lot of live football games and live concerts and stuff with them. So uh, I learned the basic, different basics of uh, different camera angles and cameras okay. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, because yeah, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, I'll be I'll be honest with myself too. I um, I'm more of a writer. I love coming up with ideas. I get into all that okay. character stuff. But when it comes to the camera, I mean, I've done a lot of videography, um, videography type stuff. But I'll, okay. I'll admit, I'm not you know much of a cinematographer myself. I mean, oh. if it was up well, to me, to, if it was up to me, yeah, I, but, I would give the camera to somebody else and be like, "Yo, you take care right. because your hands are a little more steady." Right. I mean, I've seen some some work out there where. You know, I'm blown away where I would just be like, all right, let me step back and just direct the actors mm-hmm. and all that stuff and figure out everything else. Yeah. Out. But when it comes to putting my hands on the camera, I would probably be like, yo, let me, I'll I'll pass on that, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, when you, like, sometimes I, like, I did a short film back in March for Made in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I like to do little shorts, like seven minutes. And it was just me, my camera, some lights, and the actor. Okay. And me and him, we brainstormed for two weeks. Uh, about how we going to, I didn't even write no script. We just brainstormed and I told him what I wanted. I told him locations what I wanted. And, and we set up the time. I, I, I drove 45 minutes. We shot it. It was a little comedy. I put the music in. I shot that and edited that in probably two days. Really? Okay. And it was seven minutes. Uh-huh. Damn, so yeah, where, so, do you, where do you post all your stuff? Just on YouTube channel? YouTube. I have a YouTube channel called Tanisa, uh, Tanisa Costa. Okay, okay. I have a YouTube channel. I have, you know, I have a few subscribers. I and, think I visit uh, your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, you know, when it's just, sometimes it's just me and my camera and the actors. And I plan on, I like just, like, I think for now what I'm going to do on my spare time is take my camera and go to different cities and get one actor, one model, and just film, just film stuff. You know how, it's one guy, I'm, he's my mentor. He goes all over the country, he films stuff. And he doesn't have a script or nothing. He just film, put music behind it, really? and put graphics behind it, and just film and just, yeah. Okay. Just entertain people. Sometimes you don't need a script. You think of camera and shoot. No, I got you. I got yeah. you. And again, it's, it's kind of what I was saying before. You know, everyone's mm-hmm. trying to figure out their place in this whole new, yeah. this new medium. You know, like, are you going to be a videographer? Are you going to make music videos? Are you going to do commercials? Are you going to yeah. feature films? Right. Everyone's trying to, are you going to do documentary? Are you going to just do events? Right. You know, everyone, you know, you get that camera, you know, for the first time, you kind of see the power of it, you know, and you just kind of mm-hmm. try to figure out what it is figure you can out what it you're for, gonna do. you know what I mean? And ultimately what you want, yeah. you know? Well, you don't really, like, I don't, I, I do it, you know, whatever. I'm Look, I'm a multi, I just call myself a multimedia producer. Right. If somebody called me, want me to help them produce a commercial, mm-hmm. uh, whatever, document football game, I, you know, whatever. I have I have shot and been at every set, but not a real set, but I have shot some of everything from commercial to concert, comedy show. I mean, 
I, I shot and did a lot of stuff locally, independently, but I'm still not where I need to be. I'm still not where I want to be yet. Gotcha, know? gotcha. What do you think it would, I'm getting there. What do you think it would take to there. get to that next level? Just patience and consistency. Just keep, you know, just keep working. I mean, just keep working, do quality work, continue to get better, hone your craft, and, and uh, just... Show your work, find a marketing strategy, do a little screening. If you don't want to go to a film festival, do a screening, do a run out of move theater and have people look at your work. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, let me ask you this. So, you know, how do you think the Facebook group, because I mean, you have, uh, again, over 17,000 members. I mean, that's a, a lot yeah. of people. That's a huge network. Um, in fact, yeah. in fact yeah. I mean, you having that email list. Uh, initially from the ABFF was pretty powerful mm-hmm. and you were able to take that and leverage it and create the whole group, you know, and then expand it from mm-hmm. there. Do you think you, there's ways you can use the Facebook group to further um, the ultimate goal of, of filmmakers and black filmmakers and stuff? Oh, most definitely. That's my goal is to help those that are serious about doing filmmaking. I mean... I'm I'm trying to get like I said I'm trying to rub elbows with people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a filmmaker. It's a film festival called Black uh, Atlanta Black Film Festival or something. She's in the group. Okay. Um, so um, just trying to see what I can do to like I had like I think two three years ago I had an online um, like the ABFF honors. Uh, they didn't have a web series category so. I had a thing where we had a web series contest. It was more like a population contest. It wasn't that who was the best because everybody has it's a lot of decent web series there. It was who had the most pop, most popular votes, and they won. I think a hundred. I gave them a hundred dollars, and so they got a in trophy. The Facebook group. You actually ran a contest. I, I actually ran a little contest. It was it was during it was the week. Of the American Black Film the American Black Honors Film Festival Honors, mm-hmm. and we celebrated web series. And I had an online contest where people had to, they had to. Um, I even counted myself that they had to list their best web series. It could be theirs or anybody else, but the person that got the most votes got a trophy. And the 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 person that won was Carson Clay, and it was Lover's Lane. He won a hundred dollars and a trophy. Okay. And I'm thinking about doing that again. Okay. I'm just trying to see how I can do it without, well, how I can do it fairly this time without it being, it could be population, it could be popular vote. I mean, it could be whatever. Just something that, that can, you know, get folks' attention in. Well, listen, listen, competition is not a bad thing. I mean, that's why, you know, I I also did another video today talking about, I made a comment about the Oscars and just how, you know, in the film industry, the Oscars seems to be that, Pinnacle elite thing that everyone aspires oh. to, and oh, yeah. I make and you know and I was making a comment about the whole Oscar so white thing and how you know for many yeah. years it excluded people and how many feel that's a bad thing. So you know for black people to honor ourselves, we've had to create the you know the Image Awards, the NAACP Awards, mm-hmm. the BET Awards for ourselves. But mm-hmm. I, I kind of make an argument for the Oscars and how it's not it's not such a bad thing to have this one pinnacle thing that everyone achieves to because what it does is that competition forces everybody to be better you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you know you creating a a contest in the uh, facebook group 
can kind of do that. It can kind of, you know, wait, like you said, wake people up and get their attention and be like, oh, let me uh-huh. actually, you know, put some effort into, you know, um, being the best or doing something, you know. So that's actually not a, a, a bad idea, you know. Yeah, I want to do it last year. Give it for last, but I said, no, I'm going to take a break and I'm going to come up with something. Um, probably have a, have a poll where people can, like, I was going to, last year I was going to do this. Because last year it was the thing that we had a lot of, we had like maybe three people that did, uh, they did critique, they did reviews on other movies. And I was going to have a competition about that. Okay. You know, uh, so. I was gonna make a poll about it. I think it was, well, yeah, three people that did uh, movie reviews in the group, okay, okay. and it was interesting. And, uh, and I was, and I was like, ah, how so? Why, how so? Why was it interesting? Yeah, it was. Well, I, I didn't know. I didn't. I said, should I make it? I didn't want to make it a competition thing. I didn't want to feel like, you know, so I said, well, let me, let me, let me ask first and see if it's okay. And I asked, and they respond. So. uh and then the group's so big, you have to have different categories, like movie reviews, web series, short mm-hmm. film, documentary. Right, right, right. Uh, but I don't want to make it so that competition because I don't want to. I don't want if there's somebody lose, I don't want to be like, dang, you know. But why though? I don't what's, want wrong, what's wrong with that? Well, I mean, you know. Because uh, so people, like, look, people don't lose good. They don't. Well, so they don't take well that's interesting because so you know, in our culture and society now, a lot of people are complaining about you know, how spoiled kids are and, you know, this idea about, you know, kids are so pampered and, you know, how, you know, back in the days things were a little bit tougher, you know, when you competed, you know, it was either, it was cutthroat kind of thing, you know what I mean, where kids now, everybody's kind of get participation points, you know what I mean? And, and again, I, I kind of go back to that, like, you know, competition is good and we kind of need it and people actually kind of love it, you know what I mean? Kind of, it kind of yeah. creates... You know this structure kind of if because say you don't win right you know, yeah you talk about people losing um not losing or uh, losing or not losing well you know yeah. if, if you lose and you know that competition is coming again um yeah you'll work hard to even if it's just a little yeah. facebook group you know mm-hmm. it is a community and you know, if you care about your work and you want to be respected in that community, you could use that as yeah. a, I mean, th- I mean, what do you think? That's exactly what film festivals are. Film festivals are you. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what a lot of folks don't, and a lot of folks don't like them. A lot of folks don't like competition. Yeah, but that they, they need to get over it and they need to learn how to, because, you know, again, you know, you know, it, it kind of goes up what you were talking about, why we initially talked about Will Smith and why he probably doesn't support independent, you know, you know, he, he probably doesn't do it because it's just too saturated. I'm sure he, if he saw yeah, somebody, that's what I was, if yeah. he saw somebody with potential, and he knew they yeah. were good, I, I'm pretty sure most filmmakers, most people would support that. You know, but yeah. if it's just yeah. an oversaturation of content, then you're less likely to. But if you were to create some sort of curated, you know, type of thing where you had a top moderators pick or top administrators. You know, top choice of films or something like that. You know, again, yeah. it, it becomes something that people aspire to, something that people right. look forward to. Like, oh, I got chosen this month for blah blah blah. They almost wear it as a badge of honor. You know, people love that stuff. You know, I mean, that's yeah, that's what that's why yeah, you know, the entire sports industry is based on that. You know what I mean? People love that. Yeah, stuff. and even I think in two thousand fifteen or sixteen, I had where I kind of did that for a year and I stopped. 
you know, because one thing about me, I do something for a year, and then I, I reinvent the world, I do something else. Like one year, I picked out an actor or a filmmaker or producer, and I highlight them every Friday. Every Friday, I highlight somebody in the group that was an actor or a filmmaker. And uh, it, was like, it was a lot of people who had to do something else. So now I'm trying to, now, you know, they got that, let's work on the members thing. So now uh, I just welcome the members and I say, what state you're from? And then Christian, he'll do, I'll do one, he'll do, if it goes to 60, he'll do every other 60 members that is, he'll do what I do it. Okay. Um, that's cool. But then we got moderators like you that's engaging folks. I got the timeline Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. What's that? Um, what's time on, what's time on Tuesday? What's that? I never heard of that. Timeline Tuesday is where I'll show what I'm working on. I let people know what I'm working on. Okay. And then I say, okay, what are y'all working on? And then they show okay. their timeline. Okay. And they show what they're working on. So that's been successful. I did it twice. Okay. So that's something new that I'm bringing to the group to engage uh, film uh, filmmakers. Um, so I think for 2020, I'm gonna come up with another competition, and we'll see how it goes. Okay. Um, and it's probably two hundred dollars this time, and it's probably a trophy. And like Carson Clayton, he never forgets that because he tags me in everything. Who is that? <laughs> If his lover's lane, he definitely takes me. I mean, he lets me know what he's working on. Mm. You know, cause he, had, he had the party vote. He had the most votes. Yeah. I mean, he got folks to vote for. That's awesome. And that's what it's all Yeah. And, you know, so it's not about who the best is. It's much a popular vote. Popular. And it was fun. I enjoyed it. Good, good, you know? good. I think it's interesting. So, when, since, I, since I joined, I think, you know, you kind of have, again, you have the over 17,000 members. So, but people are kind of just... You know, they're kind of just going about their lives, meandering. Yeah, they're probably, you know, they're, they're a part of this group and stuff. But to me, yeah. they're, they're kind of looking for leadership. They're looking for someone that's kind of like to ask those kind of questions and get people engaged. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. when when those people started responding to those questions, I was blown away. I never, I had no idea that their question would get such a response, oh, yeah. you know? So and it, I still it, it, have love. Yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. But no, it just it just shows that people are they want to engage, they want to talk. They about want stuff. to, they, yeah, because they, it's so much ratchet stuff on Facebook. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you know, when you see folks creating an animated cartoon video, mm-hmm, you see mm-hmm. people like you engaging questions about, you know, what kind of equipment you got, and you got other folks, you know, showing it. It is it, 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 an escape from all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say, um, I think I love American Black Film Festival. I'm still gonna. I'm not gonna give up. <laughs> you know, I'm still gonna have some tasks to just write it. One day we're gonna get together. We're gonna collaborate, and we're gonna. I'm gonna link the group up with American Black Film Festival. We're gonna do something that's gonna be part of the American Black. If you're a member of, you know, the Black Web, Black Independent Web Series and Filmmakers Group, and you attend the American Black Film Festival, you get a discount, or you get the you get an extra day to, so we can do our meet and greet for the group, meet and greet, or something. So, have you ever thought about creating your own film festival? I, I, I sure thought about that, yeah. Really? I sure thought about that. Yes, I have. Interesting. Thought about a lot of stuff. Thought about not only retreat, but uh, award show or okay. film festival or something. Something to get, something to take this group outside. The, 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 like outside the, of Facebook? The, the internet for a minute. 
you okay. know, for a day or two. You definitely you know, should so talk to um, you definitely should talk to yeah. Kelly Jackson about because she's she's been running the film um, the Cane River Film Festival for three years, so okay. she she could definitely give you some um, advice on yeah. the, the the you know the mistakes she's made and how to, you know, oh, to yeah. avoid them. Right, yeah, see, right now we're just doing meet and greet. Like um, meet and greet from the group was in like I said, New York, two thousand fifteen. Um, I had a we had a meeting group that was in Brooklyn, and somebody in the group had a restaurant, and he let us use the restaurant for free or whatever. I gave him a tip or whatever. How many people so, showed up? So uh, it was like twenty. It was twenty. I mean, it was you know, like I said, it's an opportunity. A lot of folks. I don't expect the whole yeah, group yeah. to come. It's yeah, gonna be everyone different locations. Yeah, one third, one hundred, one tenth of the group is gonna right, show up. Right, right. So for sure. Um, and me and the other moderator, Johnny Middleton, we'll take it out having a meet and greet for the American Black Festival the next year. Definitely, you know, do something. Just meet, network, and drink, whatever. Now, this, now the, this retreat, now, how would that, I know you probably have, you haven't worked out the details, but would it be like a... I uh, haven't really worked out the details in time. But would it be like a, you get like a group raid and we pay and we kind of go somewhere like Miami or Jamaica or something? Yeah, I'm thinking about getting an island. You know, that an island, island? getting an island. Yeah, I mean, it's some kind of discount going on where you get 19 your friends. <laughs> but if, 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 if it's not an island, definitely Miami. Or I've never been on a trip, so I don't know how this works. Well, I've been, I've been to a couple of retreats. Okay. But, you know, I even thought about getting a yacht. You know, a yacht? We all just party a on a yacht. I oh mean, just, I got big dreams. Yeah, I mean, I just got big dreams. Hey, that's crazy. I'll go on a yacht, shoot. But I, I, it, I, I, it is, I mean, I know. And not Miami, Houston, or New Orleans, somewhere where we can just, just have fun and, and talk film. Okay. You know, and let your hair down, listen, meet and greet, get to know listen, the moderators, the people, admin. People going to be having too much fun. They ain't going to be thinking about no film. <laughs> I know, right? But you know what? Hey, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. You don't have to be all film. You just well. That's why. Degree. That's why the ABFF does the. Uh, they they have like the party thing and like they they spread it out so yeah. that it can be a. You know what I mean? People can yeah. spend time in the workshops it, and they, they it, yeah they have workshops yeah they have yeah. family they party yeah, yeah it can kind of that's be, exactly it, what I want to do yeah, that's, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. that's where I got the idea from gotcha gotcha <laughs> it can kind of be like because yeah. even with the group you know like you were saying you have. Everyone's kind of multifaceted. They're into some people are actually are filmmakers. Some people actually are into marketing. Some people maybe into distribution. Yeah. Some people just want to sit back and see what's going on with the group. You know what I mean? But yeah. they want to be able to do things yeah. that encompass everybody, basically. Oh yeah, most definitely, most yeah. definitely. So very interesting. Very interesting. You know, see who's interested and go from there. I mean, if we have ten or twenty people, hey, the ten or twenty people, we can go to New Orleans, we can go to Houston, Miami. And network, retreat, just do whatever and take pictures, put it in the group. And maybe the next time it'll grow to 20, 30 people. People, every year grow. People for sure, for sure. Like I said before, your group is definitely by far the most active. I've, like I said, I've, I've posted things in other groups and the number of comments I get. The one I got uh, by far the most was, you know, do... You know, do you feel obligated to support black films even though you don't feel they're good? That one, uh, I think, I, I'm still, I think I'm still getting some comments from this thing, even though it's been posted like for a week or so. But, um, from my, from my, from my group? No, what I do is I don't just post in your group, I post in uh, the different groups too. I post, yeah, I you post in other groups too. I yeah. post in everything. So I want to get, because there are people who um, are in other groups too that, you know, do respond. Yeah. So I don't want to, you know, you know yeah. neglect the other people too. But, 
like I said, yeah. your group is by far the most active. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It is. Um, oh, yeah. They, I, I, I like mean, that. they, yeah, they be on it. That's why I said I want to do something special with the group to interact. You know, a lot of folks don't want to go outside the internet. Some people just like to be behind the computer and comment. I mean, you know, they don't feel like traveling and meeting folks. Well, apparently 17,000 people like to be <laughs> uh, yeah. on the internet, if you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I mean, the way stuff's going on around here, people don't, a lot of folks is kind of scaling back on travel now, so. Scaling but, back um, on, scaling back on what? They're scaling back on traveling, yes. you know, with yeah. a lot of distractions going on and stuff, so they're kind of being cautious about so what just you, meet and greet stuff. So what you got to do is you got to take the experience, any kind of experience that they can have. Yeah. personally and try to recreate that spirit, uh, online virtual yeah. experience you know what I mean what about this yeah I just thought about this right what about some sort of um doing some sort of Facebook live can you do that I don't know how it works too as, as a Facebook admin. live yeah Facebook live or some sort of um uh one thing I was thinking when I first joined the group was something like a uh some sort of like a video conference kind of thing where we're talking to each other Actually, I don't know how that it would even work, but uh-huh. what you would do is kind of almost like a what they call it, like a launch party thing where say, for example, say a, a new movie's coming out, a big movies, you know, yeah. say it was like Love Jones 2, for example, you know what I mean? Oh, and, my and, God. Everybody. Love I know, I know. You I, know, I, know. Love I know. I said it. I said it. <laughs> but for example, right, say, say a big, okay, for or or say the Coming to America 2 is coming out, right? What we can yeah. do is have a part big. Three. Yeah, part 3. But what we can do is have a big uh, uh, watch party and everybody comes at the same time and we all watch together maybe see you know and do sort of like a a video conference where everyone you can see everybody's reaction so it's not just oh you know my reaction to the movie or oh my thoughts on the movie we can actually be actually seeing it together you know oh the movie's gonna be on netflix at 9 p.m on this date everybody tune in turn your turn your camera uh thing on so we can all watch each each other watch the movie you know what i mean and then i don't know that's just something i don't even i don't even know how that would work like a watch party a watch party exactly a virtual watch party so it but basically what it does it takes the uh, us typing and stuff and turn into a real like you know uh i forget what it's called but a virtual just a virtual viewing party like a virtual driving movie something like that where we're all watching it because the thing about films now the thing about social media and actually uh martin scorsese was talking about this in an interview about his new movie the irishman which i actually just watched the whole viewing experience of people sitting at home on their tablets on their phones behind their computers watching these big cinema movies um by themselves or even even if it's with the family it kind of takes away the whole film going experience of being in a theater because i'm telling you and i've learned this too when you're with a bunch of people watching one movie together it's something something different happens it's a it's a different experience than just when you're watching it by yourself so if there is a way to create that same type of experience watching something but knowing that other people are watching it with you they, they may not be in the same physical space but everybody's watching together you know what i mean so that that that's something i was thinking about i don't know how that would actually work in, in a facebook group but well that's not what um, uh, facebook watch party they don't they they don't uh, they don't like youtube videos you have to the video has to be embedded in facebook it's weird you have to embed the video on facebook or something so okay they don't like that 
that would be something to think about. But I wonder how can we get something like coming to America? That would be tight though to have. Yeah, we yeah. got somebody actually going to be in a bootleg. That would be nice to have coming to America too. <laughs> you know. And have everybody watch it. You create an online theater, basically. Even if it's just five people, online I mean, that's theater. cool. Even if it's just a, even if it, even if it's just five, six, seven people, I mean, whatever. I think that'd be cool, though. Yeah. Have you know, theaters out of you know, of course, you have to pay. I mean, I'm sure you have to pay, but I'm sure that's the way you can do that. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, that'd be cool. And you know what? You probably you own the something because you know what? That might be the new thing. Oh my god, probably over a dozen black film groups now. You know, yeah, when I yeah, when yeah. I started group, it was I think I can remember it being maybe two or three. It was gotcha, the, the black gotcha. filmmakers group, which is I think it was probably the first one because they got like twenty, eighteen, nineteen, twenty thousand people. Right. And then there was us and then there was somebody else. And now you have like over a dozen But again black but again it, groups. even though there's a dozen, you know all those yeah. all, all of them all of them ain't good <laughs> you know like no I, I, I mean they're not, tell you, I've, po- I've, not post, I've posted stuff on some of those groups and i'm literally still waiting to be to get approved after all these oh months my God. you see what i'm saying like so whoever the admin oh, wow. is they're not engaging they're not they kind of just kind of left the group you know what i mean kind of vacant so wow. and that's probably like four yeah. or five or six groups you know what i mean i i even yeah. um signed up to some like nollywood you know like african nigerian groups too and you know oh, wow. so like i said i've narrowed it down to about seven and yours by far is one of the best you know what i mean i, I there's the, oh, the black wow. film rock there's black that. filmmakers there's black women film there's, there's several of them oh but, yeah so it's, it's a lot it's a lot now and it's it, I, I commit, it, it, I'm just impressed. I know you said some of them not doing what they're supposed to do, but you have to be involved. That's if you're going to have a group, you have to engage. I don't post every day because I let people do their thing. I let you do your thing. I mm-hmm. let people, I might post here and there, you know, but of course I'm editing, trying to get something done, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I want to just be engaged and approve posts and, uh, 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 well, engage um, folks in different stuff and, and get folks involved yeah I'm learning it's important I mean people to me I, I mean I look forward to checking all the comments and notifications on the uh, oh, yeah. the groups I mean I, f- I found it when I first got into it because it was one of the things I avoided the most I mean I, just engaging people online I didn't understand how to do it I just didn't get it Yeah. but I finally yeah. you know, something just got into me to do it and I'm telling you it's probably one of the been one of the best experience and the the most i mean right. it, it really has just because i was just like you know i have you know i have skills i have things like that but it's just that yeah. it's that connection thing i'm missing out on how do mm-hmm. i connect what's the connection part and i'm then mm-hmm. this, and it's like you know i live in a small town in florida you know there ain't a community mm-hmm. around me you know well the community mm-hmm. it lives online you know so once i made that connection and reaching out i'm telling you it's just like oh wow now you end up con- t- talking to people and wow it's just crazy you know but the one thing you kind of want to do too is you kind of want to find out the overall mission like you have your yeah. vision of the group but you also want to find out what do people want out of the group as well yeah and because people yeah. may want different things you know what i mean but or it, yeah. it, or it may be important too to even guide them to what they you know what i mean or not just set the basic, you know, group rules, but kind of, you know, guide them to what the vision is and what this group can become and be as well. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So they can, because right. what yeah. you want to do, I mean, again, you have a set, over 17,000 people. That's a powerful group. That's a powerful network. So 
you want people to get the best out of the group as possible and right. sometimes you have right. to be the one to 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 lead that you know what i mean so yeah yeah I, and sometimes you need help leading <laughs> definitely definitely you, get, you need some input you need almost like a committee you know sure, sure, a board sure. of directors or whatever you call it to help you because you got 17,000 people you need some you need some more leaders on your team you need a committee you need a board of directors because if I decide to take this group to another level I'm definitely going to need a board of directors a board of committee gotcha. and help me make decisions executive decisions you know so gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, I plan on you know one of my goals is I plan on taking this group beyond Facebook you know Beyond the internet, so what do you mean by that? Uh, oh, like outside? Just, conti- just outside. Just continue to grow this group as a as a film committee. Community. Okay. Anyone is welcome. Absolutely. But keep Absolutely. the culture, but 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 keep the culture like it is. Absolutely. I believe in keeping the culture strong. Absolutely, absolutely. You know. All right. Well, so. I think we're uh, coming close to the end of the uh, the interview. I just want to ask one last okay. thing. Um, we talk a lot about Love Jones. Tell me about um, Love Jones. Oh and it, its significance to you because um, uh. I, you 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 definitely have not met a bigger fan than me when it comes to Love Jones. That movie got me into film. Uh. So tell me about. Oh it. Oh my God! You you notice that I'm a big Love Jones fan, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a bigger fan. I'm a bigger fan. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this: what? in 1997, yes. when I first saw that movie, and I saw Dirty Love Hall yeah. make the cheese omelet yeah. for Nina Mosley. I said, "Lord, <laughs> I know there's hope. I know I can find me a man, and I married somebody that that made me an omelet." Funny. <laughs> um, I just love the cinematography. Oh my I just God, love yes. how I can go all day. Oh about my that God, movie. the visuals, the storyline. I can go all day about that movie. I, uh, I, was, I was in eighth grade when that movie came out, and I remember seeing the 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 trailer for it, and I was just like, "What? What was that? What was that?" And it kind of, it kind of just kind of came and went. I kind of, you know, but I remember it, it came on like kind of like one of those stations, like a, a CW or a UPN kind of thing back in the days. And I remember uh, I watched it, and it was an edited version. And I remember I taped it because I was just like, I gotta watch this movie. And I'm telling you, uh, after that, I ended up picking up a camera and trying to be a photographer. Oh I mean, that movie, my god, that movie changed me. It really did. That, that movie just changed. I mean, before Love Jones, you had Boomerang, you had Boys in Men's the Society, yeah. you had uh, Boys in the Hood, mm-hmm. but it was just something about Love movie, Jones. For sure. In the '90s, you had all kind of black cinema that was black cinema was strong. Yes, you know. All those movies I named, and I, it was some, some more that I can't even, but Love right, Jones right, right. just changed the dynamic of how I saw Black Summer. Me too. And after that, I said, this is how, oh, uh, yeah. this is how I want my, but you know what, Israel beat me to it, because she's in a movie that's somewhat like Love Jones. The photographer. Has yeah. the same dynamics, the same. But the, the thing is, uh, though, the thing is, though, it's like, and I thought about this a lot because I was like, that movie is so unique and specific. And the thing is, it's unique oh and specific to the time, too, because I thought about, I'm like, how could you, say, for example, you wanted to make remake that movie. Not remake it, but do a sequel. Uh-huh. Like, I of, ain't touching it. Yeah, 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 I know, right? But, <laughs> ain't nobody made that sex love, though. But the thing <laughs> is, though, it, the reason why it would be so difficult is because a lot of that culture and time is so specific to the 90s and that time. We've been so exposed yeah. now with all the reality shows, love and hip hop, and just so much oh, yeah. that I don't even think 
the relevance of that movie, you could even do it now. You know what I mean? I just don't. It would be so difficult, and so that's what makes it um, that movie so unique. You know, from other yeah. movies, it's, it's not like your gangster movies. I mean, a lot of movies tried to follow, but not even they didn't try to follow. They try to kind of follow the theme of love and blah blah blah. But even a, mm-hmm. Nia Long in a uh, in an interview said that, and I agree that since that movie came out. There has not been another movie like that since. Mm-mm. And it, even though Issa Rae is kind of doing, you know, that movie she's doing, mm-hmm. it doesn't, it, it, it seems more like a copycat. You know what I mean? It, yeah. As, it, opposed yeah. To, they, as opposed right. to a... Um, to original creator. Yeah, yeah. You know, it just seems like a copycat. Right. Of that, it, it does. Yeah. Every, it, it's like if you made a movie in the 90s. Right. I don't, like I said, I don't know what happened. It's like in 2000, just black film yes. was kind of... We went through a just dark, kind of the fell dark out ages. A little bit. It was the dark ages. That's how yes, it was. Yes, the 90s. Back, I mean, I will go to one that I can go see Miss Fat. I go see Boys of yeah. Boys Justice, yeah. Boomerang, yeah. Love Jones, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Set It All. Yep. All these movies. Waiting to expand. Soul Food. And she comes in the 90s. What are they now? Yeah. And then now everybody want to reboot, remaking and stuff. No, what? This is 2019. Everybody ran out of ideas. Well, what they, everybody wants to go back to the nineties, well, I guess, because that's when black people. What they're doing is, what they're doing is, they're trying to because everyone's trying to play it safe. They want an already built-in audience. So when you read the people like it's a money-making machine, exactly the people, the people our age now, because we we we, we relish so much in the nineties, we love that era mm. and all the stuff that came oh, out. It was it's big. so it's so easy to just remake that stuff and get us emotionally yeah. tied to it rather than make new stuff yeah but another thing too that is kind of popular is with same thing with black and blue that came out queen sugar and all these other type of things mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. uh uh i want to say just police brutality but black social issues are now it's now almost a theme very similar to how when tyler perry came out church themes was kind of mm-hmm. the big mm-hmm. thing and uh i would say probably what it's almost been about five ten years ago mm-hmm. that the big church thing because when tyler perry came out with his films everybody mm-hmm. came out with plays church movies boom 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 um but now the social issue stuff seems to be at the forefront because now you know people mm-hmm. are seeing all this you know the police shooting and stuff on facebook mm-hmm. and stuff. so now mm-hmm. that's become the topic of discussion even um What's her mm-hmm. name? The the um Queen the Queen Sugar director oh, the writer. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Ava DuVernay. No, 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 no. Uh, Lisa Wraith. What's her? I'm I'm not I'm not saying it right. Lena Wraith. Lena Lena Wraith. Um, she was even saying about um when she took that movie to the studio, within mm-hmm. seconds they greenlit it. You know what I mean? Because right now that's what everyone's talking about. You know, diversity is the big thing. Social issues. So. She took it to the studio within seconds. She got everything she wanted because they know that that's what you know people want, and not not just that too. Yeah. But they also realize the the black dollar when it comes to you know Black Panther. They realize, oh wow, these people mm-hmm. <laughs> these people they really spend money, so we might as well we we, we should right. at least cater to them. You know what I mean? So right. And have you realized that every when Kerry Washington, Washington. did Scandal, yes, yes, yes. that's when a lot of folks, a lot, a lot of black actors and actors went from movies yes. to television sitcoms. That's true, that's if true. You know the trend? That's true. You know the trend? Uh, 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 Taraji P. on Empire. True, then true. Then you had, um, true. Uh, uh, 
Regina King on a sitcom. You had uh, Air Cool J. You're right. He did a the reason why is because uh like you see you're right because the the the, the usual trend not to trend but the usual trajectory is to mm-hmm. go from tv to movies that's the you usually mm-hmm. go up but going you get a regular check exactly but now going from movies back to tv it's changed mm-hmm. things tv became like a now like a new uh valuable you know thing to people because mm-hmm. when the sopranos came out things like the wire and idris elba came out of that and mm-hmm. the, the now you know yeah. scripted t- television became more of a thing now you know because people oh yeah it's it's, it's, it's a trend i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you had gabriel union with being a jane i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now robin gibbons on ambitions you know okay. so i mean you got all these lead actors and actors that's on now for sure for sure yeah, it's a thing now. So it's like, what's next? What's going to be next? Well, you know, so. maybe web series. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe because right now we're not really dominating the movies. We're yeah. dominating Netflix. We, we and, and, and TV, but we'll movie theaters. Yeah, well, cinema st- really. still has a. Uh, Cinema still has a different type of impact than uh, other types yeah. of um, TV and websites. Right. You know what I mean, when you watch a movie, yeah. it, it has a way of really overwhelmingly affecting you in a different way, as opposed to you know people still want to be big time movie actors. You know what I mean for that reason. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I just wish. And, 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 oh, I know what the thing is. The the live shows, you know, like. Uh, when they did the Jeffersons, I think Good Times oh, yes, going to do right. a live show. Right, 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 right. You know, they bringing all these TV series back to do live shows and reboots and remakes. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that's going on right now, I guess. For sure, I mean, for sure. For sure. I, I look, like I said before, the world for the remix and remakes, reboots, be creative. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, Tanisa, um, I really appreciate you um, joining me and talking to me on the Black Filmmaker Guy podcast. I'm going to let you go. Oh, definitely. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to, to talk movies with you. For sure. Any day. It was a good conversation. Cool. All right. Well, thank okay. you very much, Tanisa. I really appreciate thank you. it. And I'll catch you, you later. Have a good night. Good night. All right. All right, so that was Tanisa with the Black Independent Web Series and Filmmakers uh, Facebook group that we just spoke with. Um, it was a really good conversation. We had a lot, we talked a lot about her her goals and plans for the uh, Facebook group and how to engage members and just really um, just really good, had a really good conversation about Black filmmaking and the, and the things that you know inspire us, the things that you know the things that you know are important to us and different trends and how things have changed with technology. So. It was a really good conversation that we just had. Um, if you want to join the Facebook group, go to Facebook and uh, ask to uh, become a member of the Black Independent Web Series and Filmmakers. And uh, that way we sh- she can accept you and uh, and start engaging in some of the content and, uh, and start engaging in some of the discussions and even post some of your own content as well. Um, but yeah, it was a great conversation and um, I had a good time. All right. So... I'm going to be signing off. Um, make sure everybody, you guys check out my YouTube channel. Um, I have a YouTube channel. I have my website, the www.blackfilmmakerguide.com. Um, I've also have, uh, I have my YouTube channel, I have my blog. I have my, uh, my YouTube channel, my blog, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, all that stuff. I'm also have this podcast as well. So I'm trying to cover all the bases in terms of media. Um, for listening visual you know all that stuff 
and just trying to engage everybody and, and just you know again the ultimate goal here was to just interview as many people as possible within the industry so we can get a, a nice perspective on you know things related to the black filmmakers and just try to help them learn as much as possible and connect and uh, become stronger filmmakers and create better content out there because um, we don't need more content we just need better content all right so i'm going to sign off you know with a quote that i always talk about um and i even mentioned before i even mentioned in this podcast and that is simply you know you don't get into the movie industry you become the movie industry all right so this is going to be chris with the black filmmaker guy signing off and i will check you guys out later